When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet and recording site beta. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> it's grizzled Western L this week. I'm coming it's to you good. with bowl flavor. It's red. <laughs> I was about to say it's Red Dead L, and then it turned into barbecue sauce L. <laughs> oh, miscute barbecue, straight from the shores of a river I can't name off the top of my head. <laughs> On account of all the moonshine I drink, which is just sort of like a general southern thing, I guess. Well, Including yeah. the southwest. We've mixed a lot of metaphors here, and I'm here for it. Is I mean, that- the biggest one was uh, was implying that the mid uh, the Southwest has good barbecue. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> but with the truth. <laughs> Ninety seconds in, and L already has powerful truth for you all that you need to hear. If you don't have agree with there, like casinos, if you don't agree with L vis a vis barbecue sauce, do your own research. Um, yeah i mean in this particular field i have done my research and also i feel like i've already ranted about barbecue sauce on the podcast before so instead uh let's go ahead and play our content warning so we can get into this week's amuse bouche content warning the adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people listener discretion advised all right, beautiful babies, prepare your fucking bushes for amusement because yeah. Donald Trump's plane had some engine trouble and almost crashed. Probably not. I mean, I'm sure that it was very safe. Had uh, to emergency land. 
Yeah, emergency land. But I'm sure it was like for relative engine failure, it was probably a like a pretty smooth sailing through calm seas, all all things considered. However, <laughs> the, the the amusement part for your boosh comes at the fact that now poor poor old pockets turned out Donald Trump is asking you, the common poor person, to pool your money to help buy him a new plane. <laughs> yeah, a new a new jumbo jet, Trump Force One, as they call it. Yeah, <laughs> because it's not Air Force One, because he's not the fucking president. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no matter how much he says. No matter, how, yeah, no, no matter how much uh, QAnon yearns for Daddy to be back in the White House, uh, it's not happening. So, um, so do you suppose once we get to like fifty-one percent Biden presidency in terms of time length, that like the QAnon folks will finally start to like start rounding up? And it'll be like, okay, well, this one, we lost this one because there's no way. It seems like a long time for them to just be like, like, hey, Donald Trump is still the legitimate <laughs> president, but he's not. I mean, he hasn't been the president for two years. Uh, the, well, their angle they're working on on that front is the fact that uh, because they're giant dum-dums who just read the Constitution, like, now, they, they have no idea how it works. <laughs> um, basically, they found out that the amendment that limits presidents to two terms that amendment actually locks you into a possibility of 10 years. So now their uh, working theory is that uh, Trump will either become Speaker of the House after the midterms or will in some way, shape, or form put himself in the chain of succession. Everyone in front of him will resign, and then Trump will be president (laughs) Trump will be president in early 2023, 20, uh, and this will allow him to serve six years. He'll get two years of what's left of Biden's term, be eligible to run for re-election in 2024, win that election, and then serve until uh, January 1st, 2029, and get 10 years in office. So now they I mean, are marveling the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you could do it, again, yeah. I mean, let's let's just go. Like, if that, if that can... If that can work, if uh, the 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 Republicans can do that, then country over. Like it's sort of, it, like it, it just sort of deserves to be over. It's just like oh, clearly somehow your country is wrong. So like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Why do they keep thinking he's gonna be Speaker of the House? There is zero. I know it could literally happen, but it will never happen like there's see, just no way see we were supposed to have a light and fluffy story about donald trump being an idiot who has allegedly a bunch of money but is still asking rubes to pay for his shit and we we can't even have a nice discussion we can't have nice discussions about trump dissolve into this madness where we have to discuss his fucking political <laughs> ambitions do we have any details on the the plane and why it emerges yeah, we have landed. we have the the let's lead with the spiciest detail. Unfortunately, only one engine failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I, I meant fortunately. I I read my copy wrong. It's yeah. You know, like you see a word and you just autocorrect it, like in your brain to something, and sometimes it bites you in the ass. That was one of those. <laughs> Fortunately, <Yeah>. wink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can oh, confirm l l winked at the camera oh aggressively oh god it was with uh, both eyes even <laughs> for plausible deniability so if anybody screen grabbed it i would just be doing like dumb like blinking during taking photo face <laughs> i look like a napoleon dynamite character there's <laughs> yeah. your pop culture reference for the top of the show folks <laughs> And, and, and the best part about 
<laughs> it's the Napoleon Dynamite's pop culture. What? And the, uh, best part about, the best part about this thing is that this was a uh, this was a donor's plane that they loaned to Trump to help him take the flight. This wasn't like this was uh, the tr- the crown jewel of the Trump Air Force. What the fuck? Trump wants us to pay for his donor loaner replacement. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> the 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 chrome plated orange balls on this guy. Pay <laughs> for your own fucking plane. You're always bragging about how rich you are. You haven't paid taxes in a hundred years, which is why New York is trying to come for you or not. I don't know yeah. where we're at on that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think they are anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah. like a, a big fucking war happened. So even if they were, I'd never hear about it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just love the fact that like the whole point of Trump running for president was him saying, I'm richer than God, so nobody can buy me. So if I'm your president, I'll be a straight shooter and I'll do everything on the level because, again, I, I'm so rich, you can't possibly sway me with money. And then it turns out that he is absolutely the most money-crazed lunatic on the planet and that he would do anything for 20 bucks. It, like, his entire like persona is a lie. It's just like so ridiculous how everything he said was just the he's opposite of reality. He's, yes! He's also a huge star fucker. Like, I've never met someone... So well, yeah, famous. he used Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels is a star. He paid her. <laughs> yeah, zing. But I've never met anyone. I've never seen anyone that famous that desperately wants to be associated with yet more fame. Oh, I mean, like this. This was a guy who was the president, so he could hang out with Kid Rock in the news. I mean, he was <laughs> just. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just so desperate for anyone to pay attention to him ever. I mean, he is just he's a narcissist that needs to have attention. And if you're not paying attention to him, he's mad. Um, Yeah. My uh, my big brain play for this week is we have to somehow convince Donald Trump that Barack Obama can fly under his own power like Superman. (laughs) At some point, Donald Trump will try to emulate this, and however that goes, we'll have our answer as to whether or not he's going to be president again. Because either, yes, Donald Trump has got why, and we say, fuck it, I'll vote for him. Or B, eh, the problem solves itself. <laughs> <sighs> that would be... And it, it, based on like, the, the reports we're getting for how adult he was when he was in the presidency, I mean, fucking, it sure seems like Something like that. It it doesn't seem as outside of the pocket as it should, right? You feel like somebody could just like throw like an easily like like a photoshopped document on his desk and just be like, "What's this report from NASA that says Barack Obama can fly under his own power like Superman?" What? I'm twice the man Obama is. I'm twice the man in only half the Kenyan. I still (laughs) what? He jumps off the roof of the White House. I still think any uh, anything like debate about the state of the presidency should be settled steel cage match style, but that probably doesn't work out since the McMahons are like in the Trump Trump camp. So, Oh, oh yeah. We, we, we would end up having like uh, president Roman reigns in perpetuity. He'd be president for life. It'd be not great. Uh, oh man. It is, it is just so wild that this colossal dumb human being 
it was the president for four years and that like 42% of America or so is just hell bent on him being the president again. Got they're it. just desperate for it. Like they, they look at the rest of what the Republican party is offering them. They're like, Nope, no deals. We want our, <laughs> we want our ancient rotting orange daddy back in power. He was asked about the war in Ukraine, uh, to, I, it may have been today, on some podcast, and he went on a rant about windmills, because he hates wind energy. It just drives him up a wall. I knew that if I let you flail about, like, using the move Thrash, a la a Pokemon, targeting Donald Trump, at some point you would trample all over my segue into our first headline, which is naturally still the war in Ukraine. <laughs> so now, infuriated at the fact that you have destroyed my segue, I will demand you play the headlines pump. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. All right, I guess as you were. <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. Which one do we want to go with first? The the one where uh, Zelensky just passed a law saying it's legal for anyone to kill Russian soldiers in Ukraine now. And I, I'm paraphrasing a little here, but it, I mean, that's just like a neat anecdote. But I don't think it does. Q have anything to say about that? Uh, like, no, our Russian brothers. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that would be their answer. I mean, this would just be proof of the deep state's unfathomable cruelty that they're promoting uh, guerrilla warfare and for civilians to take uh, the law into their own hands and all sorts of other evil Soros-funded madness. Because they would- so, yeah, sadly, sadly not, my good friend Sarge. We will not be talking about anything <laughs> Zelensky related up top. Not even his twelve-pack abs or his two-foot-long schlong <laughs> or <laughs> any other parts that you could. Or his sensitivity. Anything you want to attribute to oh. a masculine ubermensch. We won't be talking about him, at least for the time being. No, we have to talk about biolabs. Yeah. Now, uh, Mike, since these don't exist in Ukraine, I'm going to need you to fill us in. What's the deal with these biolabs? So uh, we had mentioned the biolab story last week, but uh, then it was just a dumb QAnon conspiracy theory that was a dart at a dartboard. And suddenly, uh, everyone decided that this is fucking great. This is what we're running with. We have Tucker Carlson on TV uh, musing airily about these biolabs. And why did America and the Ukrainian government uh, work together on these rather nefarious things? Um, the Russian government has come out and talked about the biolabs and how we know what the Americans were doing in Ukraine with these biolabs and we're on to you and we're going to get the hard evidence proof facts about the crimes you were doing. So we've gone from invading Ukraine uh, because like the separatist regions wanted independence uh, and Ru- Russia was just kind of helping them out to invading Ukraine because of nebulous corruption or to quote unquote denazify it. So now we're invading Ukraine because American biolabs uh, were doing quote unquote a bad thing there. And uh, not that, not that Tuk Tuk or the Russians have gone this far, but QAnon has actually gone the extra mile to declare that basically America cooked COVID up in a lab in Ukraine, then smuggled it right to China because Ukraine to China is a real easy straight this straight line, just like a, a two hour drive, if that. And that's what happened there. So now, now that Russia knows that like Ukraine was the birthplace of COVID. 
they decided to step to the plate and stop more American bioweapons being unleashed from uh, the labs in Ukraine that are obviously, again, a total real uh, thing that is generating actual bioweapons and actual uh, just... WMDs, pretty much. Just the next global pandemic will be birthed from the labs of Ukraine, according to what QAnon, all these other just absolute nuts are saying. And this is in so no way we, a cover. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, so why why exactly do we care in this instance? Uh because now, like QAnon is taking this as massive validation. Uh, the guy uh, who goes by the handle clandestine, who was the main promoter of this bullshit. Uh, on he repeatedly made a bunch of ban evasions accounts on Twitter, kept posting more about the bio labs, kept riling people up. Uh, his latest uh, account got banned on Twitter, but he's on other social media networks going, ah, Twitter got me, but I got the information out there. I pilled a lot of normies. Everyone's talking bio labs now. We did it, guys. We won. We're the greatest. So QAnon's taking a victory lap because they've managed to try to push this into the mainstream, the mainstream culture. And while I don't think it's actually like mainstream, it's big in right wing circles now because, again, Tucker Carlson's talking about it. So uh, it's a victory for them, which is always bad because anything that emboldens these assholes to spread more disinformation and bullshit is they're just going to keep doing it because they're all they're ever looking for is a pat on the head. And, um, and the other thing is, is that this gives uh, the people that are pro Russia, another disingenuous talking point. Uh, These bio labs were not like constructed by Ukraine. They were bio labs that were made by the Soviet union. When the Soviet Union collapsed, Ukraine became independent, and then Ukraine was like, holy shit, we have these biolabs inside our borders of our new country, and they're fucking scary. And then in 2005, America struck a deal with Ukraine where they were like, hey, we will help you uh, maintain, regulate. Uh, fix these bio labs so you can do research on all the dangerous pathogens the Soviet Union had created while it existed. And Ukraine was like, that sounds like a good idea. And that's what these um, labs were. They were research for preventative measures. They were like, look at this weaponized shit the Soviets made. How could we create a cure or a vaccine for this shit? Should uh, it get loose or wow, so? The sh- so the shocking twist in the story is that the bio labs do exist. Oh yes, they they do no. exist. Chemical oh. labs. There are chemical labs. There are no bio labs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very- I'm saying the same thing. I believe. Yeah. I mean, I've I've played enough Resident Evil to know that bio means chemical. Yeah, <laughs> there are chemical warfare labs. Several in Ukraine, left over from the USSR, and the. American government said, "Hey, we'll give you money to maintain those, so they don't cause it. They don't cause a huge disaster, and you can deal with them and tell us what the hell the Russians were making." It's all starting to add up. Yeah, we're and really we- connecting the dots on our stealth, our, our stealth pill podcast. Yes. Elle's <laughs> actually secretly incredibly pilled. So, I mean, that would be incredible. Could you imagine if we somehow tricked a bunch of dumb people to try to, try to decipher? Like our bits <laughs> for their for their their juicy nuggets of wisdom. Oh, that'd be oh, so man. good! Oh my god! I would start. I would start hitting that pinata for money as soon as it happened. I would just be like, <laughs> I'd be like, line up, boys! It's time for me to paddle you. Here comes the money paddle. <laughs> 
Did you notice it last yes, week? I am a huge genius. I know the future, and I've encoded it in my <laughs> dumb jokes. What does Turbo Teen mean? Who knows? That'll be $20. Hey, did you notice that last week, every time Elle spoke, it was exactly at 17 seconds into the minute? Oh, man. It's so cryptic. What's he going for? Oh, it's so great. I'm just here for all the all the. Trying to figure out what, which of my dub old cartoon references came from the year 1988. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, 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 oh yeah, you you tell him total monster L. You're the best. That'd be great. The, 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 the greatest uh, the, the greatest prestige in the history of liberal <laughs> podcasting. So uh, the other thing that ha- was uh, in this was uh, the Washington Post did an article about it, and they um, they used the, the term anti-plague in quotes to describe the labs, and immediately QAnon promoters seized on the fact that anti-plague was in quotation marks to be like, even the <laughs> Washington Post is admitting these really aren't anti-plague labs. The quotes marks are there to indicate they know it was the opposite, that these were actually <laughs> plague labs, just yearning to spread their hideous diseases to everyone on all, all quarters of the earth. Um, so this is uh, something that is not going to die because, again, baby yeah. needs his bottle. They need a talking point. They need any reason to justify why Russia has done, like, the most fucking illegal thing in the world and invaded a sovereign nation that neighbors it because they felt like it. I mean, that's what this invasion was, is Vlad was just like, you know what? Fuck Ukraine. Boom, it's mine. And then Ukraine was like, no, we're not. And Vlad was like, wait a minute. This this wasn't how this was supposed to go. Let me check my Rupal bank account. Oh, wait. Point, point, zero, 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 one. Rupal's dollar, uh, value of the Rupal to the dollar. Boy, am I glad I already moved my super yacht. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's one of the, I mean, not all heroes wear capes. I, I love the fact that it was immediately just like, oh, so you're going to provoke war, eh? Time to just use our fucking tracking software that allows us to pinpoint exactly where y'all, all your super yachts are and just like start telling governments to confiscate the idiots. <laughs> yeah, was it, is it England, UK? Like the, some Russian oligarch spends a lot of time there and they're like, we're going to be taking all your stuff now. Oh yeah, the uh, there's a ru- one Russian owns one of the big soccer teams in the Premier League, and he's just like, yeah, I'll sell that team now because uh, you might just <laughs> take it from me if I don't. So I'll be I'll, I'll be leaving now. I saw <laughs> I said good day. Yes, I saw someone talking about uh, a woman who is the daughter of one of like the one of the big wigs in the Russian government, and she lives in the UK, and she bought a like a palatial, I don't know if it was an apartment or, a, or whatever it was. She bought something very, she bought a living space that was very expensive for like a hundred million dollars. And she has no uh, actual source of income. She's just a professional, famous, rich Russian lady whose dad is like his buddies with Putin. And Brit- Britain has like a law called like the Unexplained Wealth Act, where if you just like show up with infinite money and they're just like, where'd you get that from? And you're just like, I don't know. And they're like, okay, it's ours now. Don't worry about it. I am a legitimate Russian billionaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're paying me with my own money. Here, uh, you take this money and you stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so 
Bootleg, like, get this man some money. <laughs> yes. That's paying me with my own money. Easy, easy. Oh, my God. Just Sarge leaning really hard into Teddy KGB. Which, I, I, it, yeah, it, that should be... That should be... That should be my Ballywick, goddammit. I mean, that's the dumb poker movie everybody knows. Although I will say I haven't heard a rounders reference at the poker table in years at this point. So, <laughs> Is uh, it the dumb poker movie everybody knows now? There has to be another one now. Oh, Not recently. Well, Molly's Game, right? That, that oh, is, yeah. That is a dumb movie that features poker. Yeah, but there's not. It's not eminently quotable. I haven't heard a lot of people like people at the poker table be like, "Oh man, have you seen Molly's Game?" And there are people like, "Oh yeah," and then they just rave about it. Like, oh sweet, tell me a single <laughs> line from it, and they're like, "Uh, uh. <laughs> I've no. never heard heard of Molly's Game." No, the, the cast is great. It should be a good movie, but it's not because it's about poker. <laughs> nice. I hate to say it. Some stuff just doesn't deserve movies. Poker's one of them. Poker could be like one fifth of a cowboy movie. And that's like the most. That's that's it. Otherwise, it's just like the background game that like mooks are playing when our hero kicks it in. And then like they scramble to get up from the table and t- too late. They're getting blasted away by Johnny Wick. <laughs> he's shooting them in their thighs. And then when they go to clutch their thigh, he shoots them in the head. It's so efficient. Yes. <laughs> hey, when you when you get shot in the thigh, you can't move your head. It makes the headshot so much easier. That's I I've, I've heard that. That makes sense. Yes. The the thigh is the secret. It's like the it's like the video game weak point on a person. It's like playing Elden Ring. <laughs> like you just shoot someone to the thigh, they're just like, No, my thigh. And they lean their head directly into the barrel of your gun. Uh, remember, remember that Elden Ring spoilers. Sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thighs. Spoiler warning for Elden Ring. Yeah. Thighs, thighs are where you aim. Yes. Yeah, when, when you get the gun in Elden Ring, uh, I hate that I spoiled <laughs> the fact that you could you could just thigh shot a lot of bad guys. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. What, what, a, what a fucking great reference! That, like you just play that game for like a hundred hours, you unlock this special thing. It's a gun, and then suddenly it's just <laughs> you're just playing Halo. <laughs> He's like running up on trolls and just fucking unloading into them. That'd be great. You know that there are guns in Elden Ring, right? Uh, kind of. There's like a weird cannon you can get. That's not no. I'd be like I'd be like an actual heater. I want like a oh, okay. Glock or like a no no no. There's nothing like a Glock. There's a weird... like a gun ass gun. <laughs> Behold the most powerful spell of all. Gun. <laughs> you'd be like, and then you'd like go up to the chest and you'd read the message in front of it, and it would it would either say "try finger butthole" or <laughs> "didn't expect useful item" or something, or "didn't expect precious treasure." You'd be like, "What? Yeah, it's a gun. It's the most precious treasure there is. Just ask America." He's yeah. damn right. Uh, in addition to loving guns, though, America loves the truth. Mike Sarge, we all know how much America loves the truth. So I've much so. That there is now a social media platform specifically for <laughs> truth. And it turns out that the truth of truth is that QAnon is the shit. Mike, you want to tell us a little bit about Truth Social and how they preach a power to Q? So uh, Truth Social, the Trump's horribly inept and incredibly failing social media platform that even Trump himself is currently incredibly mad about, that it hasn't conquered Telegram, Parler, Gab, <laughs> uh, Nazi Speak, or whatever other social media platforms that exist in the right-wing world. Um, 
Truth Social's big uh, marketing pitch has been to aggressively cater to QAnon and do everything to let them know that they are the most beloved special snowflakes on God's green earth and they should please come on down to Truth Social where (laughs) they will be treated as the beautiful, smart young boys they believe themselves to be. Uh, One of the things that Truth Social did right from the jump was create a fake Q account uh, that was literally Q with the, and their uh, handle was at Q was just the ampersand and at Q and it, their wallpaper was, no, it was their wallpaper, but it was uh, their bio was just, just a Q minding his peas, which was a reference to a Q drop. And nice. This, this account uh, then, uh, had Devin Nunes, who's the CEO of Trump's social media empire. Devin Nunes interacted with this account and was like, hey, what's this Q thing all about? And um, at some random Nazi con that these people were attending, uh, Cash Patel was hanging out with Q. And Q took a photo, and you could see the arm of Q with a beer in front of him. And QAnon began freaking out about the uh, flannel sleeve on Q's arm. Oh, shit, and- it's time for sleeve gate. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, QAnon did not actually discern who Q was uh, via this photo, although there were uh, comments about it potentially being Donald Trump Jr. Um, they did, however, decide that they were going to uh, bring about Flannel Fridays to celebrate Q. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not kidding. Absolutely not kidding about this. Flannel Fridays became a QAnon thing. They were so pumped about seeing their alleged internet super spy uh, daddy back in the saddle wearing a flannel shirt, hanging out with Cash Patel at a random grift con in the right wing griftosphere. Do you suppose that they don't know or don't care that for a long time flannel was largely associated with butch lesbians? Mm. <laughs> I remember in the late nineties that was like a thing, right? And yeah. that seems like the the antithesis of the Q, of what Q would be about, or like you know people have talked about the brawny man like a bit. You know what I'm saying? And like <laughs> if you're like an actual, if you're like an actual rectum, what the the brawny man, the guy on the paper towels? Yeah, man. Who's talking about the brawny man? People online, dog. People online want to fuck Tony the Tiger. You don't think they want to fuck this actual like human being that like is you know he checks a lot of boxes for a lot of demos, dude. I'm I'm not arguing with it that people don't want to fuck him, but I I mean who wouldn't? But is anyone really talking about the brawny man? Yeah, I've I've seen conversations about him and Mr. Clean. <laughs> like this, this is gonna sound, like that. It does sort of sound like I'm making stuff up, but I'm not. I mean, remember Tumblr used to be a thing. There were communities for this sort of stuff where it's just like, hey, what, what's this Tumblr about? Oh, this is a community for homosexuals to engage with other homosexuals who all happen to be attracted to the brawny man or I- just. <laughs> characters in general (laughs) these conversations you've seen are the conversations you've had like no i mean i can see where they're coming from but no this is just stuff i've skimmed from the internet okay so no no, real quick you you, you could fuck up your algorithm right now by searching this stuff you'll find it real quick fuck mary kill brawny brawny man mr clean tony the tiger i mean snap mary mr clean like who doesn't Mm. want 
a clean house. Right. Fuck Bronny Man. And I guess kill Tony? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't see that going any other way. Nope. That's pretty simple. That's pretty clear cut to me as well. Oh, look at that. You tried to, whoa, look at that ambush journalism. And I was ready for you. (laughs) (laughs) You told me that people wanted to fuck three different product mascots. And there was no way we weren't doing fuck, Mary kill in our, in our first of a reoccurring segment of, uh, fuck, Mary commercial. I, you know, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna push, I wasn't gonna like fight you on it. Uh, I will, however, say that the fact that I gave my answer so quickly does sort of make the my claims that I was not engaged in those conversations look sus. <laughs> if were you, I would think that I was being very suspect with that snap off answer. Although the truth is, I literally this is just stuff I've read about on the internet. Not that I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 read about. Wing. Now I'm talking about it. Now I'm talking about it to an audience of literal hundreds. So there you go. Hundreds of people will now be in the discussion. Do you want to fuck the brawny man? And what sexual orientation would you like him to be? Now, I, I guess it, it just goes to us, like, none of us really being furries. And no hate on furries that none of us were just like, fuck Tony the Tiger. Because I think that's where you end up. Well, I will say that thanks to the power of webcam, I am pleased to say that one of us is currently wearing cat ears. <laughs> you do got me there. You got me. <laughs> because I, one of us had to borrow their partner's headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll cop to it. But uh, Mike Raids has the photo, so there you go. Oh, Mike Rains is also allegedly our expert, so we should probably let him get back to talking <laughs> about true social. Oh, <laughs> this is so much better. Oh my god, this is way better content. This is uh, a weird rabbit hole, even for us. Yeah. So, so after the flannel Friday thing, which led to that madness we just engaged in, um, people QAnon started digging around into this whole thing about Q being on their platform. And all the QAnon promoters started focusing on one very important thing, and that is we are going to fucking ignore what Q said a million years ago about how Q was only ever going to post on 8chan. That whole Q drop about no outside comms and I only talk here and anyone else claiming to be me talking anywhere else, they can pound sand. The real Q is only here on your home for uh, diaper porn and Nazism. That's it. And uh, QAnon's reaction to being working on over a year now without their daddy was, nope, Truth Social's giving us a new Q. He's the golden calf. We are totally all in on this. There wasn't a single person that was uh, denouncing this guy or rejecting him or saying, guys, guys, no outside comms. And the thing about this... um, this about this fake Q account on Truth Social is that it was very obviously an a big part of their plan because um, when you join Twitter, it'll give you a join date. It won't give you mm-hmm. the actual day, but it will tell you what month you joined Twitter and what year. Truth Social gives you a join date and they give you the month, day, and year that you joined Truth Social. They give they so they give you all the information. April 20th, 1969, man. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Q joined uh, Truth Social on February 9th of this year. The reason why this is significant is because absolutely nobody was on Truth Social on February 9th. President Trump 
who literally this entire thing was built around in order to give daddy a bullhorn to yell about. Trump's uh, Truth Social account was created on February 10th. So the people that were making the people that were making Truth Social were like, okay, what do we do here? Okay, let's make a fake Q account. Guys, should we make Trump's account? Ah, that can wait till tomorrow. We gotta make the fake Q account now. So these people cared more about getting fake Q up and running than they did getting the former president up and running, which is just wild to me. I think and like uh, I think like Devin Nunes has a February 9th account. So that's something that like QAnon promoters are like actively tracking and monitoring is like who has the ultra early accounts because they're all in cahoots with Q because Q had an early truth account as well. So so now they're working this angle and like they just don't see the fact that like Truth Social is doing all of this shit just to get them all riled up. That's it. And as a matter of fact, what was really funny is like after a few days of this shit, when still nobody is actually on truth. I mean, I right before we right before I hit record, I checked my mail and they were like, uh, sta- uh, status update on your wait list to truth social. And my status update was, guys, we're working on it. We'll get you on truth very soon. <laughs> Just keep waiting. So, yeah, great. Good job, guys. I literally applied to be on truth like two weeks ago. And so no one's on the site. You can't get on the site. But after like three days of trolling and pretending to be Q, the person behind the fake Q account on Truth Social was like, guys, guys, I'm not Q. I just want to let you all know this this was all just for the lulls. This was just a joke. Calm down. I'm not actually your hero. Let's all just. Uh... So funny, jokey joke. Funny, jokey joke. It's over now. Uh, move on with your lives. And QAnon's reaction to this was to pull a total life of Brian and scream, only the Messiah would denounce that he's the Messiah. <laughs> only, he would, only the true hero would reject his herodom. And they still are buying into it. They're still coming up with theories about why the fake Q account is the real Q account. They're not going to let it go. Um, I saw Praying Medic, who is an absolute grifter's grifter, one of the things that Pragmatic would do back in the day was when Q would post like three or four Q drops in a day, Pragmatic would do a long thread on Twitter breaking down those Q drops and what they meant and how you could discern them. And he was basically, as someone described him to me, an evil Mr. Rogers helping the boomers understand what <laughs> Q was so that they could then give him money. A praying medic now has posts where he was like discerning Q's posts on truth social media for um, March 5th, 2021. And it's like, he admitted he's fake. You don't have to do this. Like, nope. Praying medic's just like, I'm going to pretend he's the real deal. I'm going to discern the messages that he's given us in his drops. Even when he's like, Hey guys, I'm not really Q. Leave me alone. Calm down. Like, forget about it. No, you, you let that genie out of the bottle. They're so desperate. They're so hungry for that. You, there's no yeah, fake. Way. You just figure out how to make money off of it. Make money, money, take money, money from these suckers. Make money, money, take money, money from these fools. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. They're, they're never going to, they're never going to let this go at this point. So, uh, Truth Social has created this environment and, um, 
they've made a lot of posts that are very QAnon friendly. Uh, there is this uh, current controversy going on right now because I don't know if it was like the Truth Social Media team or the, tr- the Truth Support account, but some account on Truth allegedly used the phrase where we go one, we go all at the end of their post. And I saw Q- a screen cap of this on Twitter. I think it was allegedly the person who like coded Truth or whatever. Yeah. I guess I mean, that person would surely be a superstar because of how well it's running. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I've heard uh, I've heard comments that uh, it is a fake screenshot, that, that, that this was a faked uh, message. And um, the funny thing about it is, is that uh, Jordan Sather, one of our favorite punching bags on this podcast, actually like doubled down on the post. Like, no, it's real. You're not taking away from me. Truth Social gave us a WWG1, WWGA. I'm not letting you go. (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God. Like, really? You're that desperate to get your tummy rubbed and to get your hair tussled? Mike, only the Messiah would Photoshop an image. Yes, yes. Exactly. No other explanation. Nope. No other possible. Of course they had to fake one of those messages instead of posting it on the real site, but who faked it, man? It was that guy, probably. Yeah. You can't post it on the real platform without getting in trouble for the cuck libs. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. So, yeah. So, it is It is very evident that if Truth Social could ever uh, stop stepping on their own dicks and actually get their platform up and running, that this thing would be a smash hit with QAnon because they love it. They're so happy that Truth Social is just aggressively pandering to them in every imaginable way. But unfortunately... Uh, for those of us who are not on Truth Social, getting on Truth Social is basically impossible. Uh, Truly, it is the Final Fantasy fourteen of social media platforms. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, they fixed that, did they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, I really don't know. The last time I checked, they were still fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the one thing I was, the, my last like little thoughts here about Truth Social and all of its horrifying evil was. Uh, they got someone decided to like literally post on Truth Social that like the best thing we could possibly do in, in America is kill everyone who was in favor of any mandates or any vaccines, and they and they just went on this incredibly inflammatory rant with the express purpose of getting banned from Truth Social for doing that, and then after they did that, they ran to Gab to complain about how they got banned. And then Gab was like, Gab was like, we're the free speech platform that will let you uh, friggin' uh, demand death to anyone who uh, is in favor of vaccine mandates or the vaccine or masks <laughs> or anything, because we're the land of Nazis. Although, again, you can't show a tit. Um, so Don't worry. I'm sure at some point they'll start charging people for the true social fast pass that'll jump into the front of the queue <laughs> so they can get on there and start being racist. And, uh, <laughs> then, like, inside of the year when it folds because it's just, like, a worse racist Twitter than Gab, uh, suddenly Donald Trump will have his new plane. And w- won't that be convenient? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, oh, the, but uh, Jordan Sather, again, I don't know how he got so popular this week, but Sather made a quick post on on uh, Truth that was basically just like, let me see if like Truth lives up to their uh, 
reputation, if they can handle my hot take. And he, did, and, he, and he did this whole thing about like election fraud, which is like, of course, if you say that Trump got jobbed in the election, they're going to like it. And he did the whole COVID's in a bio lab and the vaccine's bullshit. And he just went on this long rant. And um, at the end of it, truth did not suspend him. And then I, I don't, I don't know if he got a personal shout out or if it was just more of the QAnon shout outs, but Sather went from being like, I'm going to test this social media platform to see if it is worthy or wanting. And then like a week later, he was like, Oh my God, truth social is the greatest. You have no idea. Oh my God, what an incredible platform. And it was like, wow. Way, way, way to stick to your guns. Way to really make yeah. it sell out for you, Jordan. You well, Jordan, so- did you just come back from the brain slug planet? Yes. <laughs> what did you do there? Not much. Just walked around not wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, Good old Futurama. Yeah. Futurama and the Simpsons. Between two of them, you can get a quote out of almost anything. I, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that, that truth is really just, you know, work it out for everyone. Oh, it's it's the best. I mean... If they had actually, I don't know, like set it up to actually open properly and effectively, I think it would have, it, given given their plan of targeting QAnon so aggressively, I think it could have done actual damage to Gap. I think it really could have like fucked them because there are so many QAnon promoters on Gab who are like, look, guys, I love Gab. But Truth Social Media is where I can hang out with Devin Nunes and Cash Patel and Trump himself. And, like, that's where, like, 45's whole crew is. So, of course, I'm going to have to make an account there. I still love Gab and all. But you can just, like, you can literally see the veins in Torba's forehead bulging (laughs) as he's just watching all of these QAnon grifters who have, like, massive audiences for what Gab has. And they're all just talking about how, hey, I can't wait for my truth account to be active because I'm going over there for a while. I'll still be here, guys. And it's just like, nah, once you get into your new ultra QAnon friendly hotbed of Nazism and anti-vaccine bullshit, you're there. You're you're, you're there and Torba can go fuck himself because he's not Trump. And he didn't have the wherewithal to create a fake Q account for you all to worship. The I mean... It's just so obvious. It's just like the Russian thing is clearly the a psyop covering for whatever, well, you know, bombing hospitals. And now we're stuck with it. And this is just obvious. Like, well, make a fake Q account and they will come a run in. Like, I mean, imagine uh, imagine how much pop- more popular it's going to be once Donald Trump becomes president again. And that's his, the platform where he's at. And uh, <laughs> thankfully for him, we finally started to move the needle on the investigation and prosecution of people involved <laughs> in tampering with voting machines. And oh, sure. Did. This, this has to be great news for Donald Trump because, Oh, what's this on my notes here? It says that this person <laughs> I'm talking about is Tina Peters. And she's <laughs> conservative. <laughs> uh, Mike, you want to give the audience a refresher on who the hell Tina Peter is and why it's exciting that she is going to get arrested. Uh, yeah, so Tina Peters has been indicted. Uh, the reason why it's exciting is because Tina Peters was uh, basically the nexus point between where Mike Lindell and Ron Watkins met uh, during the cyber symposium where um, Lindell was going to reveal the packet caps that proved that the election had been stolen. 
This feels like it happened a thousand years ago. Am I wrong? It was only a few months, but it just it, feels like it was so long ago. It, it's that it's that brutal COVID time dilation we've talked about, where it's just like you can't you cannot remember what anything was literally ever. You can't place anything. So, um, so as a quick refresher of the cyber symposium. Right before the cyber symposium happens, suddenly Ron Watkins appears to get like real cold feet about this whole thing. And he's just like, I hope Mike Lindell knows what he's doing because uh, I'm not really sure about what's going on. And then out of nowhere, like a few hours later, uh, Ron Watkins is just like, man, it sure would be helpful if like somebody had like some insider dirt on what was going on with those Dominion voting machines. And then a few hours after that, Ron was like, I found a whistleblower. I got somebody. I found him. And uh, the person that he had found was Tina Peters, who uh, worked in Colorado, was part of the uh, elections there. And Tina, uh, being a Republican and uh, being someone who was infected by brain worms, had had decided that uh, the election was stolen. So she decided to uh, hack into a Dominion voting machine in uh, in order to try to prove that these machines were uh, hackable, manipulatable, could be used to tamper with the voting. And um, when Ron did his presentation at the cyber symposium, at one point, like literally, uh, I don't know if it was an actual lawyer, but like somebody got involved and was just like, Ron, you have to stop doing this right now because you're basically live streaming a crime. What you are doing right now is probably actually illegal. And um, is is this the same person who leaked to Ron the footage of like the the password section of that of that machine? That's that's the. But when you say hacked into, this is what you mean, right? She just illicitly right. recorded somebody's credentials yes, to get yes. into this machine. Yes, that yeah, that, that was what she did. And uh, then Ed from a popular Netflix television series, Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, yeah, so she's been indicted on, I think, 10 counts of various and sundry crimes. Uh, Her assistant has been indicted on also multiple counts of uh, various crimes uh, linked to this. Uh, There's where this spreads, because if we were QAnon right now, we would be rampantly speculating about Ron Watkins and Mike Lindell and then the thing going up the the flagpole to eventually getting Trump. And if we were smart blue and on grifters, we probably would have led with Tina Beaners being arrested and then be like, she's going to flip on everyone. The whole house of cards is going to come crashing down. And if you give us 20 bucks a month, we'll promise you Trump will be in leg irons before the end of the month. You know? <laughs> so, like all that kind of happy horse shit. 
But exactly where this spreads, if it spreads, it's interesting because uh, at one point, Mike Lindell said he had her at a safe house so she could avoid the FBI. Uh, there was because they were all like working with her in some way, shape or form. And again, that timeline of the pre-cyber symposium shit that was so weird. Um, uh, there were a bunch of people that were speculating, and again, total speculation, that Ron gets cold feet, Ron's freaking out, and then Lindell gets on the phone with him and is like, hey, Ron, I got somebody here that might be able to like help explain things to you and might show you some stuff, and that Lindell got Ron in contact with Tina, and then suddenly Ron goes goes from being, I don't know about the symposium, guys, I don't know if it's going to be any great shakes, to suddenly being like, I need a whistleblower. Oh my God, I found a whistleblower. How convenient. So like that whole thing, how it may have shake out, shaken out is, uh, that'll be very interesting to see how this works out. Because I mean, when you look at who Tina Peters is, she is absolutely a small fish. And yeah, has, she, has she actually been arrested yet? When I, when I first saw this story break this morning, there was a warrant out for her arrest, but I don't believe she had been taken in yet. Oh, well, I, I would, I've been, I've been saying, uh, arrested as in, she'd been indicted. So yeah, I no, know. she has an indictment out on her. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, well, she, she has seven indictments if I'm uh, remembering it correctly. Yeah, that would be the, oh my God, if like the shoe was on the other foot and someone that QAnon hated was had been indicted and then was mysteriously found missing or mysteriously found dead, oh, they would never let that go. Whereas if something were to happen to Tina before she was in custody, uh, they would somehow retcon it to be Hillary killing her because she was about to reveal the truth and she had to be stopped. She had to be my silenced. My God, everybody, stop whatever you're doing. Does anyone have eyes on <laughs> Tina? <laughs> Stop, stop, stop digital warfaring right now. Look for yeah. Tina. Make sure make sure we know that we need proof of life for Tina right now. <laughs> Follow Tina. Put put down your new alcoholic Mountain Dew and look for Tina. The reference just for us. Oh God, uh, I don't think it's just for us. I, be- I believe all people can enjoy alcoholic Mountain Dew, Sarge. <laughs> not and not just you or I or people that we know. <laughs> I might go uh, find okay. some later. It looks so, uh, oh, one quick thing. It looks like oh, she's no, been hit. Mike's not done. Here we go. He's no, ramping up again. Oh, no, woof, woof. no, I'm, I'm, this is I'm, I'm done very quickly. Uh, she's been hit with seven felonies and three misdemeanors. That's the that's what she's uh, in. Okay. Yep. that's what she's in for. Okay, no, so it was it was even more than we were giving them credit for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven. <laughs> even more is even better. Uh, speaking of crimes and uh, the potential <laughs> thereof. Uh, we're going to end this week's news segment with <laughs> weirdly discussing something that I could not have really predicted had a QAnon bent to it, but <laughs> fuck me, everything does. Uh, yeah. The the Jussie Smollett uh, trial, or I guess that this is like sentencing is coming up because he was found guilty back in November or whatever for right. apparently staging his own hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Jesse Smollett uh, staged attack was something that QAnon was psychotically obsessed with because Q, the absolute moron that ran the account, had this um, very bizarre belief that uh, the Smollett uh, staged attack 
was being used as the impetus to pass a federal anti-lynching bill and that this federal anti-lynching bill was being passed by the evil Democrats so that once it became law, they could not be hanged for treason. That was their desperate goal was to... What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. The Democrats... Is that is that why a noose was part of the staging of this yes. crime? Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. Wow, absolutely. How, de- how deep does it go? Alice yeah. in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they had this whole belief that, like, uh, Q even said it in one of the Q drops. It was like, what what was the punishment for treason? And that, like, obviously, um, this was some sort of thing where now. Um, with with this happening, now the deep state will be killed by other forms of capital punishment. I mean, that would be so bad. We don't get to sure. hang them. Oh man! I mean, also, I mean, in theory, like if the the you know QAnon's version of good guys won and took over the government, couldn't they just like change that law back before <laughs> executing the people? If they were really thirsty for hanging, couldn't they just be like, hey, guess what? As part of the new world order in America, we are abolishing that law and we are going to hang these fools. Also, lynching an anti-lynching law is just to prevent hate crimes. It wouldn't stop them from using it as capital punishment. But this just in, nowhere in the United States of America still uses hanging as their form of uh, uh, execution. It's all Give Texas legal. time. Yeah, they'll get back to it. They'll get back to it. You get to ride the lightning there. I don't even <laughs> think they use the electric chair anymore anywhere either. It's it's all lethal injection in United States. So what? God, that's so well. I mean, dumb. it's just the most efficient way to test the chemicals so that we can at some point make sure Chemical that we have a cocktail X. that will uh, put somebody unconscious and then kill them painlessly. We haven't gone there yet, boys, uh, apparently, but who else are we going to test it up at these inmates? Yeah. That sounds like fucking you... agony. I love how they're just like, oh, yeah, we think that there's a chance that when you do this the wrong way, uh, the person is just sort of like alive, slowly suffocating, and they're paralyzed. <laughs> and it's just like, well, gee, what a way what a way to go out. Glad we're not using that barbaric firing squad anymore. <laughs> It'd be a real bummer to just be alive one moment and then dead the next. Yeah, so like, and uh, also uh, because I think when this first happened, uh, like Kamala Harris uh, indicated support for uh, Smollett, and and then like after it turned out it was all bullshit. They were like, oh look, like she was in on it. There was like some talk that like once Smollett goes down, Harris is going down with him. Oh, they're gonna bring these monsters to bit. They're gonna the House of Cards is gonna come toppling down. I love how when that, when that news first broke, like who, like it's not like anybody called it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody was big brain enough to just be like, he didn't get crimed. It's it's all a lie. Like what? Like well, I mean, certainly like people involved with that had some suspicions, which is how it came out. But uh, like your average armchair warrior wasn't just being like this fucking this fucking guy. He doesn't. He's totally making this up. This. <laughs> I remember I was like when the news first broke, I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking horrible!" Like, yeah, poor guy, country blows. And then it was just like, "Well, he may have made it up." I was just like, "Wow, fuck that guy, this country blows." <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm not making enough money on Empire or whatever, so I'm going to fake my own hate crime. 
Yeah. I guess that the story changed to, I guess his, like, the, the official line is that he was uh, upset over the lack of action on Fox's behalf for threats he was receiving. Mm. So he was like, I'll show him. I'll show him real good. I'll pay these two guys to throw some bleach on me and tie a noose around my neck. Call me the N word. It's like, whoa, <laughs> bud. Just buy all a complaint, dog. Yeah. Just yeah, like quit Empire and go work on another show, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah th- th- this isn't the end of the line for you unless you actually, your agent's telling you it is the end of the line for you, in which case, say, uh, hope Empire makes it into syndication and just live off those checks. <laughs> and also fire that agent because, uh, I mean, like, what is the, is the agent just being like, look, kid, you just ain't got it the way you used to. You know what I say you do? Fake hate crime. Works every time. <laughs> uh, you object to this fake hate crime. <laughs> Big is true. Big yes. is true. Yeah. So uh, Q drop uh, two seven six eight actually uh, actually uh, answered L's questions. It was like uh, it asks, "What bill did the Senate recently pass re-lynching? Who were the authors of that bill?" Note: It was mostly black senators because it's weird how the people that were targets of lynching would care about that and want to make up a bill that was anti-lynching. Yep. Uh, what false flag event took place prior to the passing of the bill? Did the false flag event vo- involve a quote unquote noose? So yeah, basically all of that. Um, oh shit, the noose! It's the key. <laughs> it's the be- key it, 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 because in in QAnon fantasy LARP land, every bad guy is like a Batman bad guy, and they're just like <laughs> leaving clues like ha ha. Like uh, at some point, the world's greatest detective will surely deduce these clues and come into my lair, where I will set a cunning trap for him. Ha ha! <laughs> and then, when he sits in the chair, it will fall into the ground. What if he doesn't sit in the chair, boss? Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the capper on this whole story, because uh, as as we are currently recording the podcast, uh, the judge is just yelling at Jesse Smollett. Smollett is moments away from being sentenced, but may you not happen. You are a liar. Yes. You're a big old liar. And I don't like it when people lie. You, sir, are a liar. <laughs> just over and over again for just like 30 more, minutes. Just beating it into the ground. And people, the, the prosecutor's like, can, can you sentence him? I'm like, I'm not done giving him a tongue lashing. <laughs> you, sir, are no good for a flusher. You are a dirty scoundrel. Just I sentenced him to a, a, cr- a punishment befitting the crime. Pants on fire. <laughs> you guys get more and more southern by the second. Yes. <laughs> it's oh. pretty great. What you're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, I'm a racist puppet. Yes. Anyway. So uh, the actual capper on this whole thing was is that uh, during that uh, session of Congress, uh, somehow the anti-lynching bill didn't pass because America fucking sucks. But uh, a couple days ago, they did finally pass the anti-lynching bill and, and Biden will be signing it into law sometime either th- this week or next. Finally, so, they're like lynching calendar. Yeah, it's a hate crime. 2022. Yeah. 2022 America gets around to calling lynching a hate crime. So now when the deep when the when the when Trump returns to the presidency for his 10-year reign over America, when he goes to have Biden, Harris, Obama, Comey and Hillary Young, they'll be like, "Hey, we passed the anti-lynching bill. You can't do that." And yeah. Trump will be like, "Oh, shucky darn. You got me." Even though again, lynching has nothing to do with capital punishment or any of this shit. 
it's it is incredible how dumb Q is, and it's incredible how like tolerant of his incredible stupidity his followers are. Like no one at any time did the whole emperor's got no clothes thing. It was like, hey Q, an anti lynching bill does not mean we can't hang people as capital punishment. Yeah. They don't they don't go together. One has nothing to do with the other. Everyone's it's like, like those dingongs that the, those crypto bros that got together and bought that Dune book. It was just like, yo, we got the book, so we're we're thinking about turning it into an animated show, and we're gonna do our own movie, and we're gonna do this, and it's just like, did yeah. nobody tell these guys that owning this w- copy of the book, dude, does not give them the rights to Dune? <laughs> it was. It's it's like all those crypt- those crypto bros who tried to make NFT as NFTs out of magic cards, so they could have a magic card NFT game, and it's like, ah, uh, that's not how this works, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hasbro got in contact with them immediately, and then they were all butthurt on the internet. Later, they're just like, "Whatever, NFTs are." I love, I love a, NFTs are whatever you want them to be. Yeah, NFT NFT is your 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 ideal partner, your your ideal job, your ideal <laughs> life. It's and NFTs are the future. <laughs> Uh, someone get that script before Matt Damon. I mean, he'll do anything at this point for a buck. So, yeah. Uh, you mean The Martians, Matt Damon? I finally got oh. around to watching that movie a couple years ago. It's quite good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he has, and he has that awful crypto commercial, which is I see why we're talking about him. Yes. Um, I uh, don't watch commercials because I have the internet. So. <laughs> yeah. And YouTube never plays commercials. No, uh, not that. Exactly. <laughs> ne- so, uh, yeah. Never I know once. I'm a boy, uh, for whatever reason, I really have an urge to play Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, hey right. we're available. Sponsor the pod. We're here. Raid, I'll be happy to just be like, put, put in code Hellworld to get 12 free lucky draws and 400 bonus coins. <laughs> yeah. just like, oh my God. So that's so many draws and coins. <laughs> how don't how can I refuse? Damn right. <laughs> I love how the sun has set in the Sarge studio. So now he looks like Brando in Apocalypse Now with cat ears. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get up to turn on the light. It's it's brilliant. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an oppor- a window of opportunity to turn on the lights if you so wish here, because I'm going to insist that Mike Rains play our mailbag drop. You got it, sir. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, there's the drop, and Sarge still remains shrouded in darkness. He's I think just... it's because he, it's probably because I compared it to Brando, and who doesn't want to be yeah. Brando? This is true. This is true. <laughs> I want to. Uh... I want to look down at the prop baby that is supposed to be Superman before we blast him off into space, <laughs> and I want to see my lines printed and taped to the baby, so that I don't have to memorize them, and instead I could just look down and dramatically act. While literally reading okay. my lines at the same time. There we go. That's the efficiency that Marla Brando brings to the table. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> the original Caviezel, as it were. God. Um, so, uh, Sub Zero Shirt Art asks uh, It's just occurred to me that I haven't seen a full throated quote unquote trust the plan from our cute influencers for a while has the realization that the ever changing plan didn't go quite as planned finally set in uh, parentheses also say no to the war in Ukraine uh, sunflower emoji. 
Uh, I don't. Uh, the plan is still very trusted. I would not say. It, it seems like uh, trust the plan has kind of uh, been pushed to the side in favor of talking about being comfy as fuck and uh, or just having like a 40,000 uh, feet view of things. They love talking about that. They're like, oh, if everything's getting so oppressive, you need to take the like the sky high view of the situation and once you like look at all the moving parts, then you're able to put the pieces together. So don't don't let any one thing like just um, ruin your day. Just know that in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, things are building in the in the going in the right direction. Everything's working out for us, and we're totally going to win sometime in the near future. Uh, parentheses near future may mean in the very distant distant future uh, after several centuries and generations have passed. So yeah. nice. I want to. I want to saw them. I want to. I would like like the movie <laughs> saw, and I just wanted to. I want to like they wake up and they're in some sort of death contraption, and it's just like you know, the, I, there's a broken watch in front of them. It's just like you have to look at the larger picture, and then you can put the pieces back together. And they're just like, that's not how it works. I can't do that. <laughs> and it's just like exactly. They're just like, but what about this bear trap? It's just like sucks for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very chill jigsaw. Just in the corner, they're just like, well, "What about the death machine?" Just be like, "It's not my problem." <laughs> Put the fucking watch together. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, no, they're, they're just they're just stuck. I mean, they they can't. They can never admit Q failed because if they did, then they have to admit they're wrong. And if they do that, they leave the movement. So right. As long as as long as you're in the movement, Q's right about everything. I mean, that's the reason why I changed my wallpaper recently to that Joe M uh, post where he's like, "If Trump loses, that meant Q failed." And since Q cannot fail, Trump cannot lose. And so it's, it's just forever. Can can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? They yeah, exactly. Op- they just it's operate just- on that logic all the time. <laughs> yep. Exactly. At one point, I, w- I was brainstorming a fake spirituality to start peddling to people. Uh, and I came to the conclusion that I would be like, we'd be like the, the probabilityists, uh, and like our, our core tenet would be everything is equally like likely to happen. So there's no, there's no sense of worrying about the numbers. Either something will happen or it won't happen. Fifty fifty, bro. Yeah, every, your your whole life is fifty fifty. Every time you make any choice, something either will happen or it won't happen. And like the in that in that way, the burden is truly lifted off of your shoulders. <laughs> oh, You're not wrong. Oh man, the the number of people who have used that kind of logic at the poker table is like so hilarious to me because like you'll have this one guy going, "Oh, I had seventeen outs. Oh, I can't believe I lost." And the other, and the other guy at the table would be like, "Hey, it's fifty fifty, man. Either it happens or it doesn't." As he's stacking the other person's chips, and it's just that's just the way of the world. So that's your whole life. Yeah, getting your car for the commuting to work. You going to get into an accident? Well, it's either going to happen or is it fifty fifty? <laughs> Equally likely either way. The universe <laughs> is big and vast. At the end of the day, if you truly believe in probability, it's all going to even out, baby. Fifty fifty, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> I now want to buy like a percentage sign, a, a necklace that'll be like the new cross for our uh, our religion of the probabilityists. We, did, we need to we would need to get like some sort of 
we like go to like a visual design firm or whatever and get them to design our like logo because <laughs> everything is capitalism these days. Just like, please design. We're looking for one cross, logo, please. Modern age. <laughs> exactly. We're looking for cross two. <laughs> I mean, you got it right there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, cross two. Maybe the fuck probability is we're just gonna we're just gonna steal the Santa Claus the movie bit, and we're just Christianity too. And when people ask us what our core tenet is, it's just like no, no Bible, no no Ten Commandments, no that horse shit. God's laws it'll either happen or it won't. It's all part of God's plan, so either it will happen or it won't happen. And either way, he's he's on the wheel. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm just worried that like religion accelerators, accelerism will make uh, Christianity 3.0 happen much faster. We're we're only going to have this grip for like 400 years before uh, Christianity 3.0 usurps us and becomes the dominant uh, version of Christianity in the hey, world. Man. Either that happens or it doesn't. Yeah. What does it matter? What does it matter? <laughs> Oh God! I love that 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 literally can answer any question. You just absolutely trapped people in this perfect thought terminating cliche. It is world class. Fifty fifty, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) So fifty fifty, baby. Yep. So uh, this question has ended. That is what has happened. So thank you for it, Uh, (laughs) Cleodor. Cleodora Silvestri, uh, who doesn't own N- any NFTs, asks, uh, since the American trucker convoy is getting zero media attention on account of Russia invading Ukraine, are they planning to park somewhere and wait or wait around to get attention again? Or are they going to go home and try again later? Uh, right now, uh, they are trying. Like, they're desperately trying to puncture into the media bubble and get themselves whatever tiny... So they're going to have to get their fucking trucking asses over to the Ukraine. They're going to have to truck their convoy across the fucking ocean. They keep losing the traffic. about them. They keep losing the regular DC traffic. Every time I hear about them, they're like, and once again, the American Trump convoy has been defeated by traffic. Yeah, they have tried to. They basically want. They want to ride on the Beltway uh, around DC. And I saw like some people talking about what if all these truckers got on the Beltway and then they started going the legal speed limit of fifty five miles an hour and grinding everything to a crawl. What will the libs do then? And it was like, well, actually, they can't. They've tried to do these things and they've failed. Like none of like. Uh, they, the, the convoy isn't very big. They can't actually, they can't coordinate. The beltway sucks. It's horrible to drive. Uh, basically, they a couple of days ago, they did like a lap. And then after they did a lap on the beltway, they were like, why are we going to just drive around in circles for no reason? This is dumb. And then they gave up. And then um, like I think it was yesterday, they didn't do it because of rain. They were like, oh, no, it's raining out. We we can't drive our cars in the rain. Sure can't. So, sure can't. Absolutely no way. It's important can... to remind the listener that at any point, any one of these truckers could actually just, like, like, go down a major road someplace and then just, like, turn their truck a weird way and block traffic. And, the, and then they could just be like, oh, I'm protesting. And the reason they're not doing that is because they would get fucking stuffed immediately that would be the end of it like, <laughs> we're in america dog this ain't canada can't do that shit like 
that that, that does not count as your ability to protest. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that I mean that's the thing is that like yeah if they if they actually went for it they would risk uh, being actually attacked by angry American uh, motorists and uh, they would probably be arrested very quickly and brought to jail very quickly. This isn't like like Canada where they let them get it out of their system for three weeks and then very politely give them a note saying, please leave in the next three or four hours or we're going to arrest you. Yeah, like I know this says for serious guys. This time we're we're really going to do it this time for real. You will be arrested yeah. yeah we are giving you like six hours to get the fuck out of here yeah yeah i don't think that i mean we talked about this on the pod before so we don't need to blame the point but that shit is not going to fly in any major american city where it would make an impact like yeah. the uh, like the populace and law enforcement are both not going to stand for it and <laughs> all these people would be doing is putting themselves in danger which yeah. is uh generally ill-advised yeah and- and, and, and as much as like any major city in America wouldn't tolerate that shit, Washington D.C. like up that by a factor of five. Like Washington D.C. is like, oh, you're gonna fuck with the actual head of the federal government of America? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! That is never gonna happen. Like these dum dums were thinking of doing this in the State of the Union, that event where like literally they have to have one guy hide in a hidey hole to be the designated survivor. And it was like, yeah. You're going to go into D.C. during the State of the Union and run one of these protests, and that's going to last more than five minutes. <laughs> you fucking clouds. I feel like yeah. if they tried to pull the shit in some cities, they'd just be like, we're protesting. And, like, people would just, like, swarm on them from, like, broken down alleyways and derelict buildings and just, just like, break open the back of their trucks and steal whatever they're hauling. And if it's nothing, break into the truck and steal it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, it's just like, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Can't you say I'm here protesting my freedom? And they're just like, dog, your country has abandoned us. We're stealing this truck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, the, the truck would be on blocks in a half hour. As the person's still sitting in the cab. They're yes. just getting boosted. Yep, exactly. it's, it's, like, it's like those Fast and the Furious heists, except nobody has a car and the truck is just sitting in the middle of the street. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, the trucker convoy is trying, but is failing, and will probably uh, fade into the ether in the next week or so because they don't have they don't have the balls to actually do what they're talking about. They don't have the nerve to actually do a real protest, run a real risk of either inciting violence against them for motorists or jail time because they're cowards. I mean, that's just the way this works. And what are they protesting? We're against mandates. The Supreme Court struck down all the mandates and like America never really had that like big of a lockdown. What freedom are you whining about? Trump lost the election. Yeah, that's that's what you care about. Your your orange daddy isn't in the White House. So you have a sad. That's all this is. So get over yourselves. Yeah. Fuck them. Yep. So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Klutz Zero asks, have any Anons made hay over the fact that Zelensky is having calls with, among others, uh, Biden and Trudeau? Uh, They're so busy doing their biolab bullshit and pissing and moaning about everything and, and talking about how the media isn't giving Russia a fair shake in this whole invasion thing. We're not getting the Russian point of view about what's going on. And it's like uh, we're also not getting the Russian point of view about their gymnastics and uh, ice skating program. It turns yeah. out because <laughs> it turns out their their opinion on the matter is irrelevant. They're just cheaters and warm hungers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and now they don't get McDonald's anymore. 
Oh, oh my, oh my God! The the amount of QAnon bullshit. They're like, oh, Russia's gotten rid of McDonald's, porn, Starbucks, and all this other stuff. God, I wish I could live in Russia. It's nope. like move. No, no you don't. You can do it, man. You could go. just like holler at Putin and just be like, hey, I want to be an American expat in your country. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Guess yeah, what? And then, uh, and then, you, and then you could enjoy. Then you could enjoy all of the no McDonald's, no Starbucks, and no bars on any window over the second story. All you want, and at any moment, you could just be one of the many Russian people that accidentally happen to fall out of a window to their death. So, <laughs> extra, guess what? You can enjoy being what is most likely a conscripted soldier fighting in Ukraine where it's now legal for anyone to shoot you because uh, <laughs> there's information coming in that there's conscripts. A lot of the, the soldiers fighting in Ukraine for Russia are conscripts. Like Oh, it, it, there, there have been uh, captured Ukrainian soldier, Russian soldiers who've been like, I thought we were just liberating uh, the, the Donetsk and the other regions that were claiming independence. We didn't know we were actually going into the very beating heart of Ukraine to try to conquer it. So, like, it, like their their army doesn't even know what their mission is. They don't know what's going on. They've been just everyone's been lied to the whole way down. I mean, this does not seem like a very uh, well run operation to uh, conquer the Ukraine. Putin yeah. is granting these conscripts an opportunity at a glorious death, uh, <laughs> being shot at from like a third story window from a grandmother armed with like a hand me down rifle because <laughs> they have to defend their fucking country and get the fuck out. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, the fact that the fact that Zelensky is doing all this stuff, they, I mean, they just hate him because. Everything that they want to believe that Trump and Putin was, Zelensky is. He's actually like actually in Kiev. He actually has a wheelbarrow for his testicles. Right. That's like a picture of the, the, of the Ultra Chad. Right. You you have Ultra Chad Zelensky just emasculating their heroes. And as a result, they're just they're just miserable. They're just miserable about everything. And they're like, oh, the media is lying about Russia. They're lying about everything that's going on in the war. We're not getting the truth. I actually, my, my, one of the greatest things about all of this is they keep talking about, oh, like uh, the Ukrainians have these Nazi soldiers on their side. America's back in Nazis. And then you'll have um, these real big brained QAnon promoters being like, thanks to social media and like the, like our communities, we're able to figure out in real time that Russia is being lied about by the media. It's too bad that in, in the 1940s, no one had this information to find out what was going on with Germany. And it's like, so on the <laughs> they <one> did. <laughs> it started slow. It's God. No, oh, no, no. They're, they're saying that Germany got a raw deal, that Hitler was a good guy in the war. That's the point. They're like, they're making Putin look like the bad guy, but we can see the truth. It's too bad in the 1940s. No one, no one could figure out that Hitler was the good guy in that war. And it's like, oh, so it's bad that Ukraine has Nazis on their side, but also Hitler did nothing wrong. So where do you stand on Nazis again? What's what's your actual stance on if, if Nazis are good or evil? Because you literally just told me the guy who was the leader of the Nazi party that's caused World War II, that guy was a goodie. He was a white it's, man. It's mutable. <laughs> They're Hitler fluid. You can't judge them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gross. But your, your, your belief in how wrong Hitler was is a spectrum. <laughs> exactly. <yep. laughs> 
Oh, boy. You're, you're a nightmare. That's not true. I mean, we, we, we both know that that's not my core belief. My core belief <laughs> is that either Hitler was a bad guy or he wasn't. <laughs> exactly. Uh, out of context clips that will make us look bad. Uh, so I mean, I mean, we're too far fucking gone for that shit. We've said <laughs> yeah. a bunch of appalling stuff on this. Like, we have a content warning at the top of the show for a reason because it's like we're going to be joking about some fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody wants to clip us out of, out of context without that content warning, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of ways to make us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, uh, not, not Joe Rogan bad. If you catch my drift, yes. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, uh, if I challenge the cute queen of Canada to a fight and win, uh, although she looks scrappy, am I now the new ruler of Canada? Yes. Uh, yes. I'm going to agree. Yep. I, I would say yes. I do believe that Canada probably has a setup where the monarchy of Canada is decided Black Panther style. So if you're if you are the killmonger in this situation and you want to get in there and take a shot at the champ, you could do that. I mean, I don't know what kind of like uh birthright or title you would need to do this, but uh if you got if you got the right uh the, the right credentials, I think you can I think you can tell the queen that she's got to put the crown on the line. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you would if you want to pull a Black Panther and do what Killmonger did, which is uh like win your legitimate claim to the throne by cleanly defeating the previous leader only to be told that you're the bad guy and fuck you and we're changing the rules and you're not black Panther or the King of Wakanda because we don't like you. Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that in that movie. He's like, yo, I've got a legitimate claim to the throne. And they're just like, okay, checks notes. Yup. He does. And he's like, okay, let's do that ritual combat thing. And it's just like, okay, did he win? Yes. Did he cheat? No. No. <laughs> and he does have a legitimate claim to the throne. Yes. So he is legitimately the king of your country now. And therefore, any attempt for you to undermine him is open rebellion. <laughs> yes. Okoye <laughs> yeah. well, gets on board. She's like, no, this is like, that's not how it works. Yeah, they fucking all should have got on, got on board. That's <laughs> that's not how you're like, if that's how your civilization is set up, then you, that shit cuts both ways. Right. You don't just get to be like, like, if you want to have like a morally righteous king, then hold a fucking election or whatever. Like, <laughs> no, so if you beat the Queen of Canada in ritual combat, you gain access to the magical maple leaves that give you the powers that make you Captain Canada, Lady Queen, man. Uh, uh, you were you were like eighty percent of the way there. Just not having a good name for the Canadian superhero made you not stick to winning that well. The the Canuck. <laughs> the canuck <laughs> all right damn it my, see like now i feel bad uh, i was gonna put you on the spot because you put me on the spot earlier and then mikey gave you a much easier out i was damn gonna it. make you name the five power rings that canada has that turns you into the canuck <laughs> <laughs> probably like politeness hockey uh, politeness maple hockey, politeness maple leaves poutine or maybe just timos and timbits 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 or, well, or the whole restaurant itself, and uh, the, the the fifth one is pa- pronouncing Toronto, Toronto. <laughs> but your powers combined. <laughs> I am Captain Canuck. 
uh, but no, if anybody else wants to, you know, like c- call to action on our social media and tell us what your five power rings for Canada are, what five power rings some captain can duck, or if you prefer, whatever your Captain Planet like representative for your nation is, which will be especially fun for our American listeners. Oh, God. Can you name five funny things that might make up a Captain America, but like not the one from Marvel? <laughs> that's, that's the character's full name Captain America parentheses but not the one for Marvel <laughs> yes <exactly. laughs> oh, God. so uh, thank you for the question uh, Reverend Xenofact asks uh, China was a big Q enemy but now China is playing playing up the biolabs propaganda Vladdy Daddy's country is in ruins and he's a war criminal will Q move uh, loyalty to Z or will their love of racism be too strong to overcome uh, the answer to that is uh, because Trump is a giant dum dum, and they follow whatever Trump says. Trump's made some comments about how, yeah, I think China should take Taiwan right about now. Obviously, Biden's a beta cuck, couldn't handle uh, big, <laughs> big masculine uh, Putin taking over Ukraine. So there's no way he's going to stand up to eight pack ab G rolling in the Chinese the Chinese military in the Taiwan. So yeah, he, they should take that over right quick. And immediately QAnon was just like, well, if the Orange Daddy wants China to have Taiwan, then we have to make this elaborate nonsense up about how the Chinese deep state doesn't involve the literal ruler of the one party that runs the entire country, and that now the Chi-Coms are actually a force for good, and that if China does invade Taiwan, it'll be to get rid of the biolabs in Taiwan. And this is, again, their biolabs are everywhere. America always puts their, like, ultra-top-secret, ultra-dangerous uh technology um, apparatuses right on the border of a nation that's just itching to invade that nation. Because that's Sounds what you right. do. Because <laughs> that's what we did when we were testing the nuclear bomb. We put it right on the front lines of France while we were fighting the Nazis in World War II. We had, we had Einstein and Oppenheimer and all those guys like ducking bullets from German pillboxes while they were trying to get the bomb just right. I mean, it's just the dumbest bullshit, but QAnon has pivoted on a dime from China unleashing COVID on us, and they did it all to fuck Trump out of the presidency, and they're our greatest enemies, and all the racist terms they used for COVID, to me being like, oh yeah, she's a good guy, and uh, we need him to... uh, help us out uh, defeating the deep state in China and the world. And it's all going to be great. So we're going to take care of business. And he's, he's our new non-orange daddy. Well, he's orange just in a different way. It's because yeah. he's covered in that sticky honey. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, bother. I can't really do it with the poop. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to get yeah, you. I, I just don't have it. I, well, I didn't really grow up with Winnie the Pooh. So I've heard him a couple of times. And I took a flyer on it, and some, you know, sometimes it's you, you, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It's hard; like, it's not an easy like little accent to do. Whenever uh, it comes down to an accent, I'm just like, man, can I pull this one off? And then I figure, hey, man, either you can, or you can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, as always, our final question: What are you guys looking forward to? Um. 
I am, I'm going to do a little self-promotion here, self-plug for us. I'm actually looking forward to Benchworthy here in March because we settled on the theme of Batman and I am looking forward to all the Batman related stuff we're going to watch and talk about here in March. Uh, I know I shouldn't, I, I don't know, whatever. I can promote my own thing. I am actually excited about, uh, I think we're going to do some amount of Batman Beyond. Uh, spoilers for like what we're going to be talking about on Binge Wording in March. We're doing Mask of the Phantasm, some amount of Batman Beyond, and then whatever L wants to pick uh, for his Batman related material. And I'm genuinely we're, we're gonna excited. Try, we're going to try to get to the theaters to see the Batman. Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely excited to... I, I uh, might try to sad boy that tomorrow to squeeze it in. Mm-hmm. My fucking... Oh, God. My my calendar my calendar weeks, they just fill up so fast now. Like, I'm always just like, oh, yeah, I've got plenty of days this week. And then it's like Thursday or Friday, and I'm like, fuck, bud. Like, I still have so much shit to do. <laughs> I, I still, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. If it, I wish it was like ye olden times uh, of... Uh, the COVID and we could just watch it at home because I would just be watching it tonight. <laughs> but like getting to a theater is kind of a chore. Yeah. Luckily I, I have one right down the street from me. So it's actually pretty easy for me to just go slightly out of my way on my commute to go see a movie if I want to, but I'm just not like su- usually super keen on seeing movies solo, but I will, if I have to, I think that's what I did for Spider-Man. I just went and saw Spider-Man sad boy style. Cause uh, we made an attempt with some friends, but then something got in the way. It was like, you know, weather or whatever. Some, some shit happened. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to I'll be excited to play a little more Elden Ring this week. I put a whopping five hours into it over the course of the past like week and a half because, again, my my time is just limited. And like when I get home from work, I'm fucking tired. And a lot of times I don't feel like firing up a video game for like a two or three hour stretch. So I'll continue to play Elden Ring. I'm actually having a good time, uh, but it's just, you know, it's daunting to play video games these days, especially when they come in and when it's like, this one's got a 100 hour storyline because you're just going to get fucking murdered so often. It's like, wow, that's a big commitment. But uh, yeah. I'm excited to play a little more, a little more video game on top of all the nerdy shit I have to watch for my podcast obligations. Yeah, uh, I am looking forward to uh, March Madness because I really don't – college basketball isn't my cup of tea, really don't care about it. But like that weekend, uh, those four days where the tournament first starts and there's just basketball on all the time, that's like the best place, the best time to be like in a sports book, in a casino, in somewhere because everyone's just freaking out. Every lunatic's like, talking your ear off about their seven-leg parlay they can't miss and this, that, the other thing. You're hearing about people losing huge sums of money, winning huge sums of money. It just creates an atmosphere that's like really kind of like wild. And March Madness, that first weekend of the tournament is basically a yearly event that is a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to deal with. And, uh, after that, uh, I will be interested to see just what's going on at, uh, with my day job. Cause, uh, just things have been, my schedule has been wonky. Everything's going crazy. And after this next week, things are going to hopefully settle down and I'll know what's what. And, uh, it's all good news for anyone who's like, Oh no, what's happening to Mike? No, everything's, everything's good. But, Oh yeah. He's, okay. he's got his bindle ready. He's, he, <laughs> he, he, he pre cut a hole in his boot. So it's like floppy on the end. Like he's, he's going to do just fine. He's making beans straight out of the can. 
Yeah. I mean, make it up. All he has to do is open them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Straight from straight from the can into the That's man. That's the fucking glory of being straight from the can. What else? Uh, what else are you gonna do? Um. So yeah, sorry. I was uh, I was distracted by the flicker the flickering fluorescence of messages coming in. Uh, but yeah, that is going to do it for another, you know, quasi successful episode of the Adventures of Hell World podcast. <laughs> I did talk about fucking the Mr. Clean Man there for a minute, and, uh, that was sort of a weird one, but that's what I'm sure you guys have come to expect, at least in some portion, from this particular show. Uh, we appreciate your support. If you'd like to support the show further, you can do so for free slash cheap, uh, by simply promoting us, uh, to a friend or giving us a five star review or a thumbs up or whatever precious, uh, badge of quality your podcast provider demands from you. Uh, massage that algorithm for your daddies. Uh, if you have money and you would like to support us using that money, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash poker politics, where you get 40 plus hours of bonus content, including uh, series such as Kabbalin and the recently wrapped up or wrapping up this week, depending on when it got, when it got uploaded. I cannot recall. I think it was this week. Uh, what we do out of shadows. Uh, so you can look forward to those and whatever new series we cook up going forward. Um, and uh, anybody who donates to the $5 and above tier of the Patreon gets access to all that bonus content. There is a $2 tier if you just want to tip your dealers for our exceptional service. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally understand. You can do a little good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, which has always sounded pretty good to us. I mean, I don't know. We're just not big fans of child trafficking or exploitation, for what it's worth. Uh, You know, we hate them both in equal measure, just like we hate war. But it never changes. Yeah, I mean, none of these things change. They they all stay the same, and they're all pretty terrible. So if you don't want to give us your money, or if you have enough money to give to us and to a charity, love146.org. As always, I'd like to thank DJ Minimal Effort for providing us with our wonderful theme song and being the only way that I can get my appreciation across to the guy, because he's still not on social media. But just as on social media as ever is Frosty, our voiceover artist, who is the voice of Q when we need it, but you probably recognize him as the person who does our content warning and all of our bumps. You can find Frosty on Twitter, at FrostyVO. Sarge already went into it a bit, discussing our spinoff podcast, Binge Wordy, where we discuss pop media topics. March, we are discussing Batman. We are calling it Bat March, or March comes in like a Batman. And you can find that <laughs> Binge Wordy, which is B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y, and on Twitter, at BingeWordy, spelled the same way. Once again, for another episode of Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been your host, Hellworld L, joined by my co-host, Hellworld Sarge, and the glue that sticks us all together with his sticky, sticky presence, our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.